The following program has been rated NSFW, which means North, South, Feast, Wet, West. Feast? Is that really what that means? Welcome to the Nikki X Happy Hour with your hosts, Lee Vowell, Todd Vandenberg, the other guy, and Ted Hicks. (laughs) Oh, not again. Damn it, Ted. Is Ted even real? He's never here. And welcome to the Nikki X Happy Hour, the cooking show that talks politics, religion, and sports. I'm Lee, and with me are chefs Real Steel, Holyfield, and DJ TV. What are you guys cooking today? Soup. Omelets. <clears throat> Om- omelet soup. Omelets. Omelet disgusting. soup. <laughs> omelet soup. I do, have, I do have a huge 12-inch frying. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's... let's uh, <laughs> Keep it, keep it clean. It's covered. Okay. It's clean and it's covered. I, I would hope so. By the way, I bought these new underwear this week with Pam. <laughs> I don't, I don't know who Pam is. I'm sure she's a lovely person, but she know. probably is. She probably let's, is. Let's try to focus on what we're saying instead of she, whatever Pam's doing. She belongs in a twin bed. I know that. <laughs> so uh, VP debate uh, happened this week at some point. I think Tuesday, Wednesday, whenever it was. Um, I thought that it wasn't. I, I expected I expected Kamala to kind of run over Pence just because Pence seems too vacant. Pensy, yes, <laughs> pretty vacant. And uh, but but she didn't. I, I thought she did well, and I, it was a lot more civil debate. Obviously, yes. um, if I was a Republican, I probably would have listened to Pence and been like, "Oh, he's right." And if I was a Democrat, I'd probably listen to Kamala and thinking, "Oh, Pence is an idiot." I don't think the debate changed one thing at all. But who do you guys uh, think won? Was it Kamala? Was it Pence? Or was it the fly that landed on? It Pence was the fly. Head? It's totally the fly. How many votes has the fly picked up this week? Because I heard he's trending in Texas. Thinks like he's up to seven percent. I think, it's which is pretty good. good. I could, I could, it's funny that the fly with seven percent. Jeff Goldblum has three percent. Georgia won Harris and, and Biden because of the fly. So. <laughs> yeah, it's. I agree. That didn't really. I've only seen a couple of clips. I've read some excerpts from it because I chose not to watch this one, unlike the presidential debates, because I kind of felt, you know, like you said, it's like Pence isn't going to say anything. Although Pence obviously went to the Donald Trump school of civility because he. Tried to interrupt Kamala several times. Is like, and I love her response. Her response was perfection, absolute mm-hmm. perfection. Just I'm speaking as a kindergartner teacher addresses their unruly children. I'm speaking, and just you know, it, it was it was the perfect comment. Biden's comment to uh, the dirtbag, fraudulent rapist was perfect. Is like, oh, will you shut up, man? Because that's the kind of stuff Trump deserves. Pence. Needs to be placed in his little chair so he can sit close to mother and be calm <laughs> and just, I'm speaking. And just, dude, stop interrupting people. Give him yeah, his I, blanket and a juice box and he'll be fine. The, to me, he he did interrupt a couple of times. That was, The biggest issue with Pence wasn't, it was just that he wouldn't stop talking. Right. When the moderator kept saying, please stop talking. Right. And then, you know. You know, I heard if you take a lot of cocaine, it makes you not able to stop talking. So maybe that's what attracted the fly. <laughs> maybe. It came out in his hair. 
Yeah, I mean, this is a time of possession in the debate, um, you know, was uh, you know, probably 55, 45 pence, which actually surprised me a little bit. I thought Kamala, but I'm actually glad that that Kamala did not come off as a bully, which I thought she might because based exactly. on the presidential debates. So I think what she did was fine. Nobody's going to. What's the most memorable thing that happened in a vice presidential debate in, in our lifetimes that I can remember watching? The guy with the. The guy, Ross Perot's uh, VP, right? Uh, candidate where he had the hearing aid and he was like, I can't hear you. And then he said the thing about, you're no John Kennedy. That, but yeah. that was, what, 19... When was that? I mean, 1906. <laughs> yeah, that was a while ago. 88, was wasn't it? 88, yeah. So it's like, how much these VP debates actually change anything? I'm not sure because... No, they don't. I don't remember there being VP debates before this one, so... Yeah, yeah well, that even, even goes one step further. They always have them. It's just they don't... They're not memorable unless something... Some yeah, I think there's a fly. Right, yeah. unless there's a gaffe. Like, Bob Dole came out when Bob Dole was running as Ford's VP, and they wanted Dole to be the attack dog. I mean, literally, they, they wanted him to go bite somebody with his good arm, which I don't know how you bite people with your arm. But Dole came off <laughs> as so... He laid some like pretty vicious attacks, and that tur- turned some people off, which was obviously a mistake. But so th- I don't think you can win any votes, but you can lose votes. And like you said, we were, were talking about this months ago that I was afraid she was going to come off as too overpowering because she's a much better speaker than Pence. Pence surprisingly, like you said, was able to actually string sentences together and seem coherent at times, which is good. And Harris underplayed it. That's why I like so much that she just used that I'm speaking tone instead of a harsher Shut tone. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so, what I was thinking. I think she did a great job on that. Well, I have rewatched the VP debate. And if I take a shot every time that Pence says something about the Green New Deal, I'm pretty much trashed by about 20 minutes into the debate. <laughs> so it's, it's really, really fun to watch. Um, uh, but uh, if, if you can remember any of it. The, the but, Green yeah. New Deal, which is not part of the platform. Yeah. I mean, it's just like they, <laughs> that was clearly pre, pre-pro or pre-debate. That's what they You need to hit on this point. You need I to did. talk about this. Right. And people, even people watching are like, what the hell is he talking? Okay. He, as a Republican, I probably would have been, yeah, the Green New Deal is bad. I don't know what the fuck it is, but, you know, it's bad. And as a it's Democrat, exactly. I would have been like, okay, what? Who cares? What does that have to do with anything? Nothing, yeah. really. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't know. And and it's easy to say, the other one's lying, and the other one's lying. And it's just kind of goes back to kind of like Dole being VP. You look at Bob Dole now, or not now, he's dead, but, you know, later in his career, he mm-hmm. actually was somebody with a brain, even though it was Republican, right? He still kind of had a brain Yeah, in a, exactly. in a more civil wor- world. Um, you know, it's just kind of a shame that we, we have been turned as, as uh, the voting populace into Trump has changed America because now it's easy for each other or us to call each other liars or the other one's lying. We used to have a little bit more, you know, Civility. civil discussion. Yes, exactly. And now we're just fucked. Thank you, Republicans. Well, then again, you know, when you have people who are constantly lying, how many how many lies has Trump told in office now? I think it's over forty five hundred. Trump has never lied. Like that. I looked it up. Never lied. So it it's does on have- uh, Vanilla ISIS website. Um, <laughs> <laughs> <It does. laughs> 
Vanilla Isis, yes. A, a tone of civility from a place that I was un- not expecting this week. Bear with me because I'm wandering off a little bit, but I'll get back. Don't it, it actually comes from, from a wrestling thing this week. Uh, it, it gave me a, a, a small smidgen of hope because um, AEW does a show that's live on YouTube uh, called Dark. They do that on Tuesday. So you've got your, you know, you're watching it and then you've got the chat room <clears throat> scrolling alongside of it. Now, AEW has a wrestler named Sonny Kiss. And if you don't know who Sonny is, Sonny is very effeminate. <laughs> I, I think is a good way of putting it. That would be and, a way of putting it, yes. Uh, yeah. Anyway, she's cute. Anyway, so the the comments are going by, and one of the comments that ran by got, and the comments go by very quickly because there's a lot of people commenting on this show. This comment got about halfway up, which said, "Sunny Kiss is so gay he has AIDS in his blood," and I went, <laughs> okay. "Oh, that's that's not going to go over well." But it got deleted halfway mm-hmm. up, followed by a lot of comments from people trashing the guy who made that comment so if we're getting the traditionally homophobic wrestling fans on the side of someone like sunny kiss yeah there's a little hope that's true that is a little hope that's good plus it's like i laugh because it's such a stupid statement yeah absolutely if someone who has aids where else is it located in your body well it's kind (laughs) of like the what is it Uh, he hears voices in his head as opposed to where I mean, if they're coming out of your leg, yeah, go have that checked out. (laughs) He feels them in his feet. Yeah, uh, that is a helpful sign. I I, I put this on Facebook. I don't know if either of you saw this, but these are quotes from Republicans. This is a little away from the civility, but just of the trash. And this has all been fact-checked. These are actual quotes. Republican Clayton Williams of Texas, rape is kind of like the weather. If it's inedible, relax and enjoy it. Republican Todd Aiken of Missouri. If it's a legitimate rape, the female body has ways to shut that thing down. Republican Rick Santorum. Rape victims should make the best of a bad situation. Republican Richard Murdoch from Indiana. Ooh, Pence's state. Even when life begins in that horrible situation of rape, that is something that God intended to happen. Republican Jody Lautenberg, a female from Texas. In the emergency room, they have what's called rape kits where a woman can get cleaned out. And Lawrence Lockman, if a woman has the right to an abortion, why shouldn't a man be free to use his superior strength to force himself on a woman? At least the rapist's pursuit of sexual freedom doesn't, in most cases, result in anyone's death. That is the Republican <laughs> Party today. It's not just Trump. That, no, it's not. That is, and that's not all Republicans by any means, but these are Wrong. holding offices throughout the country. This is the mindset. This is why it's important to get your ass to the polls November 3rd or get your ass to your mailbox before then and take care of this situation and get these motherfucking bastards out. The sad part is a lot of those comments are from before Trump was president. Yeah. So fun, fun people. I thought I thought Rob was going to go something somewhere else with a civil debate. I thought he was going to go with the Uber Eats commercial, which I love. (laughs) With Mark Hamill and Patrick Stewart, that's awesome. That is awesome. That is a, no, that is a thing of beauty. No, I wasn't going there yet. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, 
Trump is going to campaign uh, from the White House, I think. Uh, but it's a, an event, I think. It's not a virtual thing. But he, you know, he is still recovering from COVID nineteen, supposedly. And uh, you know, he's going to have this campaign event, which you really should wait two weeks or longer if you are actively because he he's still in that range of you shouldn't be around him, right? So here's no. my theory. It says he's cured. Well, here's my theory. He never had it. He's never had COVID-19. He made a, a, a thought in his little, um, you know, bean-sized brain that maybe if he did this, it would be, it would make him look more empathetic. And I just don't think he ever, I, I think he had it, but I'm just going to throw this out. I don't think if there's a chance he didn't have it, it was a political uh, chance that he took. Because there's n- even we haven't seen like results like, oh, yeah, this is his test. He tested positive. What we have seen is him driving around in that car uh, right. from the hospital. We've seen him. You know, it was funny because people are saying, well, he was gasping for breath. Anybody he can does do that when he walks up a like, ramp. Exactly. Anybody or can down look a ramp. They're gasping for breath. <laughs> but I, I think he he made it. He, he, he could have done it because, first of all, it made it look like he is. He's strong. He's immune now, whatever the fuck that means, he says. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, and he's overcome it. And then he's probably bought a whole lot of stock into this, um, you know, in what the, the, the cocktail he took mm-hmm. of steroids. And that because that company is going to go way up in, in price as far as uh, value and stock prices now. Already but, has. Uh, exactly. So what, you know, he I think he maybe he took a chance, but. Because he wanted to look more empathetic, he wanted to look stronger, and this was one way that he thought he could. And he's he knows he's going to lose at this point. He's going to lose. He's he's just he's just throwing stuff out there at this point. Would you put? I wouldn't put anything past this asshole clearly, but would you put it past him that maybe he never actually had it? Because the doctors didn't even make sense when they were given this updates from the hospital. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me in the slightest. The, actually, yeah. even the. Uh, it might explain some of the the comments we got from some uh, secret service people this week who said he is acting like he doesn't care at all. Not that he ever really did. And it it just, that makes it make more sense. Well, I don't know why they would be shocked that he doesn't care about anybody because he's got like decades of evidence of that. I, I, I wouldn't put it past him, but I do think he'd, did have it. I don't think he would try to get it to be empathetic because I don't think he understands the word, but about recovering from it and being seen as powerful, you know, because he's, oh, I'm cured. It's a, it, look, it's just, in, you can go on with your life. It's like, yeah, if you have access to about $100,000 worth of medical care, yeah, you can go on with your life. Good for you. Uh, he doesn't care. He hasn't said, I haven't seen him say one thing yet about all the people that have been infected from this. We're up to 23 people in the White House that have been affected this. that That's more than some fucking countries have active cases. Just Barron, in the White House alone. Barron tested negative, and I have a theory on that. It's because he's been locked in a White House basement for, what, two years? <laughs> we haven't seen him. I don't think his parents see him. Yeah, he's been that's isolated. That's why Barron tested negative. I mean, yeah, it's just... It's a... This is an absolute freaking train wreck that he's obviously putting people's lives at stake. Whether, you know, and which is why, yeah, he did have it because 20 odd people have it so far. And it's just going to get worse. You know, he refused to debate 
<clears throat> refuse to debate Joe Biden in a virtual setting because, oh, that's useless. It's like, yeah, imagine being dependent on for your actual words and the content as opposed to your bullying gestures. It's mm -hmm. like, I think that would be great if they did that and have concept. a timer on the button. You know, yeah. so you get well, two minutes to answer this question. Three, two, one, mute. That, that is part of the restructured debate process is they will cut off the microphones. Love it. Imagine if, if they, they have more debates at this point, maybe they won't. And if they don't, right. I'm good with it. Yeah. I mean, now the, the third debate, which will now be the second debate, is still on. But yeah, who knows if that's going to happen or not. And like you said, he knows he's losing. I mean, he's he's going out, you know, this this ridiculous crap about, oh, I'm going to finally release aid to Puerto Rico to try to buy votes. I'm going to come up with the platinum plan for black Americans because I'm trying to buy votes. Everybody knows your game, asshole. It doesn't work. You know, tweeting that, oh, we're going to stop negotiation. And then two days later, he's behind a package for more relief. It's like, dude. <laughs> yeah. If you're for it, why weren't you for it? Oh, God, I don't know. 15 back minutes in, ago? Back in March, when the House passed the fucking bill that the Senate wouldn't agree on. Yeah, like, come back, on. Why back out now? Because that just that's, makes you, it's like, oh, we'll make a, you know, we'll, we'll put something after the election. No, do it now, because anybody who's a gray voter out there, if you do this now, that's good for you. Maybe it's also good for the Democrats, but it also <clears> helps you. Which is why he flip-flopped on it two days later and said, oh, wait, that's going to buy me votes. I'm like, what a pathetic, useless, transparent piece of shit. I can't believe the flies don't, don't live on this guy. I'm like, Pence, they're like, holy crap. Yeah, the only, the only thing that hurts him by pulling out ha, 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 is the <laughs> losing his own, some voters from his own base who need that money. Because yeah. for some reason... You know, there's a lot of people who, who struggle to make ends meet who seem to support this asshole. And they're white and they're southern or midwestern and they've probably never seen a Kentucky. A yeah. Yeah. It's fun. Or West Virginia. Or Tennessee. Um yeah, so anyway. Um so it's funny that this this COVID nineteen thing of Trump supposedly having it and probably having it. Wiped away, which was a growing story about his taxes, about how much he paid in taxes. It's gone yeah. away. I mean, it'll come back because we have a news cycle that lasts 24 seconds. But right. this could also be the other reason why it's like, oh, he suddenly has COVID-19. It just went away. And there's no de there's no defense to that for him. No. Well, how his deflect things away from your taxes. <clears throat> yeah, his defense is that it's not true. And then he says, I've paid millions in taxes. He never specifically says income taxes, which, of course, that's exactly. the whole point. But I bought a know. yacht. The yacht cost $17 million, and I paid two in taxes. Well, he's saying he paid the taxes and payroll taxes and things like right. that that any company would do. It's not him, like Todd just exactly. personally doing which it. Which is not him, which half of those are deducted from your employees. So, yeah, you better pay those shit brain. <laughs> I, oh, my God. This guy is such a scumbag. Uh, shall we talk about Governor Whitmer? His response sure. to, gov to Governor Whitmer? Uh, Governor maybe, Michigan. Maybe if you haven't heard somehow that there are <clears throat> some domestic terrorists, because that's what they are, plotted to kidnap, ISIS. kidnap the governor of Michigan because they're unhappy with her handling of COVID. 
This is Donald Trump's response. Governor Whitmer, this is after the FBI uncovered the plot and charged 13 people with kidnapping a governor of a state in the United States. Governor Whitmer of Michigan has done a terrible job. She locked down her state for everyone except her husband's voting activities. The federal government provided tremendous help to the great people of Michigan. My Justice Department and federal law enforcement announced today that they foiled a dangerous plot against the governor of Michigan. Rather than say thank you, she calls me a white supremacist, while Biden and Democrats refuse to condemn Antifa, as he says it, anarchists, looters, and mobs that burn down Democrat-run cities. I do not tolerate any extreme violence. Defending all Americans, even those who oppose and attack me, is what I will always do as your president. Governor Whitmer, open up your state, open up your schools, open up your churches. Okay, so there's one tiny little comment. I do not tolerate any extreme violence. All the rest of it is criticizing the victim of a kidnapping plot <laughs> and blaming the, her for the exact reasons, giving the exact justifications that the people plotting to kidnap her gave. How the fuck can you support this fucking asshole who proclaims to be about law and order and all he does is, a, again, because that's all he does, is attack the victim? It's just, it's not that he supports law and order. It's just that he likes the sound effects between scenes on the episodes. <laughs> this guy is the biggest fucking criminal on the planet. He's the biggest criminal we've ever had in our history. Makes I'm trying to figure out why we haven't arrested him yet. I don't care if he's the president. Yeah. And he claims he's all about law and order. He's about his order and the laws that he can escape from. He is a fucking scumbag, and you need to rethink your priorities if you support this guy. You seriously need to rethink what you stand for. This is not, we're not talking about opinions, whereas like which kind of pizza is better. We're talking about human rights. It's not fucking opinion, okay? If you're on the side of this guy, you're on the wrong fucking side, and that's all there is to it. And again, this show is sponsored by the Republican National Convention. Just want to uh, remind people of that. Who, by the way, the chairman of the Republican National Committee has COVID. Where did she get it? Hmm, I wonder how that happened. <laughs> I yeah, I like how Michael Steele's on uh, MSNBC a lot nowadays. No relation, by the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, <laughs> Could allegedly. Be. Could be. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, he's, he's, he's only the second former chairman of the Republican National Committee to come out and support Joe Biden. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I've got a, there's a, I, I, I thought about taking a little video because the, the, the city I live in in Tennessee is unlike most of other rest of Tennessee. But there's, from my, probably a three or four mile stretch along my road back to my house from the east part of the city. I was driving through it yesterday. I've driven through it several times. I would say that Biden-Harris signs are eight to two compared to the uh, Trump-Pence signs. Um, and there's That's actually good. a sign. Yeah, there's actually a sign somebody has that says Republicans for Biden. And and I was like, wow. And it's a, a real sign. It's not a handmade sign. So it's like, oh, good for them. They actually have a brain. I may not always uh, agree or probably most of the time not agree with their general views of things, but at least they are have a brain enough to be like, oh, okay, I can think objectively about what's right and what's wrong for the uh, United States of America. So good for them. Um, anyway, let's look at the polls. And by that, I don't mean... Uh, the uh, lady who just won the French Open. First uh, 
Polish person to win a uh, uh, Grand Slam in tennis in 81 years. Good for her. And Somewhere she's always... sticking that into the show. That was clever. <laughs> That's right. Thank you. <laughs> and when you hear this on Monday, you'll know who won Djokovic and Dahl men's final on Sunday. Don't tell me. I'm nervous. So, uh, what's that? Djokovic. Oh, damn it. Now it's going to be Nadal. Thanks a lot. So, uh, <laughs> I met Nadal. Did I, did I say Djokovic? I met Nadal. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Thank you. Oh, I feel ho- more hopeful. Playing around. with my emotions here, Rob. So, uh, anyway, uh, according to the uh, New York Times, uh, the uh, Biden has a 10-point lead. And I would say, oh, this is compared to, this is from the New York Times, which is obviously seems more liberal newspaper. But I've seen this across the board, that Biden has 10 or more point lead. So, you know, we've talked about, and anybody who's ever followed politics, especially recent politics since 2000, 2000 when Gore actually had more votes. We don't keep talking about that. And right. uh, Bush ended up winning because of the Electoral College. Same thing happened in the last election, obviously. But NPR, which you know a lot of people think is liberal, but I think they're a little bit more objective about things. Uh, they have they put out an Electoral College map based on the most recent polls uh, on the ninth, so two days ago or yesterday, uh, or three days ago when you're listening to this. And Biden has a 290 lead to Trump's 163. Um, Georgia and Florida are toss-up states. North Carolina's toss-up state. Ohio and Iowa, of all places, is a toss-up state. Illinois is solid blue, obviously. New York is solid blue. Virginia, California, the West Coast is solid blue. But now Arizona is leaning Biden, mm-hmm. which says a, a ton. And then you've got Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, and Minnesota, and Nevada. If if all of those, and for some reason Maine is gray. Maybe nobody lives there. Maybe no, actually nobody votes. That's the only state that's gray. Actually, the fog that has moved in from the new Stephen King story. Oh, nice. I like <laughs> so, that. So, you know, they're just filming something. Don't worry about that. <laughs> and if anybody wants to look at this map, just go to npr.org. Nebraska, I have no clue is what they're trying to say. It's white, and it has five different squares. One of them is light blue, three are solid red. I, does Nebraska break up the their – I guess they don't go one way or the other. It's like individual things. That's all I got there, there are now five separate states. It's, it's <laughs> Nebraska, 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 and Steve. Exactly. That's funny. But um, there's a lot of red showing, but it's a lot of red where people just simply don't live or we understand that, you know, South Carolina and Tennessee and places we just mentioned, West Virginia and Kentucky are going to be solid red because they're less educated. But anyway, this this gives me hope. Right. So how do you guys are you guys feeling? We, we ask this every week, but are you guys feeling more and more hope or do you still think? Err? And then if Biden does win, what the fuck happens? Does Trump actually leave? Or does who know just chaos reign over the country? Trump Trump leaves even if he has to be escorted out by federal marshals, which would be kind of fun. So I've been saying on his way to prison. Yeah, exactly. Which his only saving grace is no one will want to fuck that thing, so he'll be okay. <laughs> um, I've been saying for a couple months now that Biden's going to win, like, and it's going to be a landslide. Um, Right now, I'm feeling like 3.30 in the Electoral College. and might be even bigger because every time Trump does something, he loses. Unde- has he done anything that's gained any undecided voters? He hasn't. He hasn't done anything. All he does is keep his entrenched people. You know, they're even more, ever more popular. It's like, oh, he's our guy. It's like, yeah, but you have to gain more voters. 
and he's not doing that. So at the rate he's going, it's going to be a huge win for Biden. I really think it's going to be because uh, Trump is not doing anything to help himself. You know, like you said, it's like, why would you <clears throat> back away from COVID relief? It's like you're buying votes if you do that. That's not why you should do it, but that would be the effect. And he had to be told, oh, yeah, don't cut off the negotiations. This is actually going to be good. You know, instead of the idiotic thing is like, well, I'm stopping this because I'm going to pout. And then it's <laughs> like, okay, well, I guess we'll do it after all. I was like, yeah, okay. Make up your mind, genius. So, you know, continuing with his idiotic campaigns, continue, you know, implication that he got it from the gold star families instead of the fact that ignoring the fact that he had people packed like ankle to ankle, knee to knee, no masks for the little Rose Garden super spreader event that he had. So, yeah, by all means, blame people who lost family members defending their country for something that you caused. It's like everything he does hurts himself, hurts himself, which is fun. So I'm feeling pretty good about the campaign, pretty good at the election. Again, everybody needs to vote. If you haven't yet, you need to make sure you vote. Lovely news is that a judge overturned the great governor of Texas who wanted to have one ballot box, drop-off box for Harris County. That's Houston. He wanted one drop-off box. <laughs> for millions, literally, of voters. And he said, yeah, you can't do that. That's really not going to happen. Yeah, so why does he want to do it? Because people are going to be like, I don't have time to vote. If I have to. There's one drop-off well, box. his reasoning was because you had to sec make sure the ballots were secure. Because apparently, uh, That's what he said, but we know yeah. what his real reason is. Well, I think they had like an empty Cheetos box at a mall, and that's what they were using. It's like, <laughs> you know, dude. Part of the show is exactly. It's, it's, voter, it's voter suppression, obviously. And obviously, we finally had a judge who said, yeah, you're not doing this. You're not stealing votes, asshole. <laughs> how, how does anybody think that makes sense to have one drop-off box in a fucking pandemic in a, in a county that has millions of voters? It doesn't. And it's obviously voter suppression. They were going to put it at the paper mill just outside town. So <laughs> it's a combination of the one box and the smell that would have kept them away. Except and for all those teenagers dancing in the barn. Let's not forget about that. Oh, yeah. So. so I'm actually feeling good about the election because they constantly shoot themselves in the foot while they try to suppress votes, steal it, while they tell Proud Boys to stand down and stand by. <laughs> yeah. Now stand up. Now turn around. Now moonwalk. Well, there are seven differences. Now cha-cha, y'all. <laughs> Seven differences from this NPR latest NPR electoral college map versus the last one they did, and the moves are Wisconsin went from toss up to lean Democratic. Uh, same with Arizona, Nebraska, and congress. Oh, no way, loser. Uh, Iowa went from lean Republican to toss up. Missouri went from likely Republican to lean Republican. And Alaska went from likely Republican to lean Republican. So all the moves that were made recently are towards the left. Alaska, how, how Alaska is lean Republican at this point. I think that speaks volumes about the whole the country as a whole, even though very few people live in Alaska. It's the reindeer who have registered. That's right. Yeah, and, and one more finish. one more note for the people who look at electoral college maps and say, but, oh, but look at the, how big the area is with the red. It's like land doesn't vote, idiot. <laughs> Get it through not your yet. fucking head. Yeah, not yet. 
So uh, we'll finish the show with some sports news. So the NBA Finals actually went to Game 6. The Lakers lost last night. Uh, NBA is a big deal. I mean, we we haven't really... I keep an eye on it because I like LeBron. I've mentioned last week. But do you guys care who wins or loses at this point? They're playing? Yeah, exactly. Hint, hint. Major League Baseball, the Astros, is showing that uh, a mediocre team in the regular season can somehow cheat their way to uh, the division series, maybe. The division series or championship series? Where are we now? It's the Astros versus the Rays for who yeah. moves on to the World yeah. Series, right? Okay, so it's championship yes, it series. I hope the Rays... I've never been a Rays fan, but I'm currently a Rays fan for <laughs> hopefully a very four-game series. Uh, are they playing seven on this one? Yep. They went from three to five to seven? Okay. So, yeah, anyway. And then we've got the, the Dodgers... And who who's the other one in the National League? The one that's closest to you? The Cincinnati Reds. You still Reds? lost. It's the Braves. Cincinnati Reds? <clears throat> the Bra- the Cincinnati Braves? They've changed the name. Bra- yeah, sure. <laughs> anyway, the Cincinnati Braves. I had no idea. So it's I'm, the I'm, Maine I'm, I'm, Gophers. The Maine Gophers. That's, that's awesome. That's why the state um, is great But, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's the closest team to me is Cincinnati, right? There's not a Southern city other than it's florida Atlanta, right? you half wit <laughs> i just hate the braves <laughs> just hate them so just didn't want to give them any recognition thanks rob for forcing me into saying cincinnati braves so the braves and braves are they're a young team they're they're good they're going to be good for several seasons it'll be interesting hopefully it'll be i'm hoping for a dodgers race sounds weird dodgers race world series and that the dodgers actually win this time uh, worst case scenario, Astros for me anyway. Astros, Braves. You guys have a, a dog in this race? Woof, woof. Uh, not yet. He's supposed to get here this afternoon, and he and and, and I suspect she's not going to care in the slightest who wins the baseball stuff. Are you are you friendly dog? Are you concerned at all about Mister Kershaw? Kershaw could not be. That team is so loaded. You know, pitching. Hitting, building that even if Kershaw wasn't on the team, they'd probably still be about the same same team they are now. They're just so deep. But of course, that means nothing in playoff baseball because right. one or two games you get exposed, then that puts you one or two game loss losses, and then it's like it doesn't take a whole lot to lose. The best teams in baseball don't always win, even though they always play series. So it's it's kind of interesting. At least in seven, they'll have a. It's a little bit more leavening effect, where hopefully the right team wins. Doesn't always happen even in seven. Clearly, yeah. I mean, last year's World Series was crazy. Yeah. So it's just like, you know, what do you? Because neither team, neither team won at home, right? Last World Series, right? <laughs> so it's just first time that's ever happened. Yeah, exactly. Since two thousand seventeen. No, I'm joking. So we were yeah. talking pre-pro about how things are getting the uh, hyperbole. Um, I did. Anyway, French Open, obviously, the finals are tomorrow for the men. Uh, tomorrow being Tuesday, it'll get pushed back because of the show, power of the show. And then on Saturday, they had the women's final. Uh, Zviatek from Poland won over the American Kinnan, uh, both young players. So... One with COVID-19, the Titans have had two straight days as far as Thursday and Friday of not having any positive tests. The Titans clearly are the best team in America because they have changed what they did and they have shown strength 
they have moved forward, and that's why they should be elected as America's team, right? They should be the Super Bowl champions. I love that one of the reporters on, I think it was on ESPN, said he had a conversation with one of the Titans players, wanted to be anonymous, which is, you know, here, near there, here, near there. Actually, his name is is Joan, uh, Jonah Anonymous is his name. Is wide <laughs> Jonah Anonymous. And he said he couldn't understand what was going on because they'd been following all the protocols. All the, he's like, you may have, buddy, but clearly your teammates haven't. It's like, that's how you wind up. They help practices. People. Yeah. Away from the facility, which you're not supposed to do. Is like, dude, now he may not have been part of the practice. He may literally have not known about that. But come it was on. when they got Zach Playsack to do the tryout. And it just. <laughs> No, your team was not following the protocols. That's how that shit happens, pal. Uh, they yeah. are by, I, I mean, the Patriots have had a couple of players. Some, uh, there's right. been some other players, but this is far and away, clearly the Titan. I mean, yeah, the NFL needs to hand down. I mean, when, when Pete Carroll didn't took off his mask for a short time and what week mm-hmm. one, they, they find the franchise. I mean, it was like hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah. The NFL must be thinking they don't even know how to respond to this because this is completely, obviously, much worse because they've exposed other players. They've exposed family Mm -hmm. members. I mean, it's just maybe they should make them forfeit two games. I'm thinking like 10% of the paycheck for every player that participated in the practices. It it could be the coaches telling the players this is what you need to do. The coaches get like a quarter of it. Well, then you just say, no, I'm not going to risk someone's life. Fuck you, moron. That's what you do if you're a normal human, you know. It's, in you know coaches, how it is in the sporting world. On team, it, well, it would take a lot of guts to do that. It would take a lot of guts. But isn't that where if that's supposed to stand out more than any other activity? Yes, but you could probably get blackballed and not play anymore. I mean, you're right. As a human being, you're right. And then, and then, and then you fire the coaches. If I it agree comes with that. Players, like, and they're banned. You know, if, if if they turned out that they were trying to do that, not. I'm not talking about making their players go to practice. I'm not saying that. But if then they tried to blackball players and start that, then they're banned. They're fucking gone. I agree, hundred percent. But yeah, find the coaches quarter of their paycheck. You put people's lives at risk. It's like they're gonna make that Pete Carroll fine look like a fucking joke, and they should. They should because yeah. clearly they were not doing what they're supposed to do. Like you said. It's not just putting the players' lives at risk. It's putting all the other players they play. It's putting their families, all the rest of it. They're stupid. They're being a really did a really stupid thing, and and they did it in Tennessee, which is a red state. And there was somebody on Seattle Sports Radio, a member of the Seahawks organization, who pointed out the fact that some of the this team got it in a state that clearly cares less about restrictions than other states. Yeah, and they're a hundred percent right because the team could. First of all, the team made, uh, but they also probably felt in Tennessee that they could make whatever decision they made because they understand the populace and people who show up for their football games don't really care. Probably, which is a shame. Well, like our, I live in Florida, as some of the listeners know, and it's like our wonderful governor, Governor Death Sentence, said that everything is open. They can have hundred percent capacity at any. Yeah. Sporting event. It's like, and the Dolphins yeah, are going to have open yeah. up the stadium, right? That's the, unbelievable. Yeah, the Dolphins are are they're opening up to twenty five percent capacity because they said okay. no, we're, not, we're not doing that, buddy. I got you. I yeah, thought they, they were said, saying that. So it was a governor that said that. It wasn't. The oh, team. the governor said they can, and the team said, uh, "No, we're not. No, you're gotcha. a fucking okay. you're a fucking idiot." Which twenty five percent is probably still too much. Too much. Yeah. But you know, 
at least they're not being as stupid as the governor wants them to be. I mean, Miami-Dade is still the worst hit county in the entire state. It's like, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Let's put 83,000 people together. <laughs> Sharp move, dude. He's a puppet, clearly. Yeah. Trump. So. He is a puppet. He is it's a shame. Trump wannabe. So he anyway, shook his hand uh, once it was felt. Strange. <laughs> <laughs> That's our show. Anybody got any final last final last words or first first words first final last final first words? I want to congratulate, congratulate Joko on his thrilling five set victory. No, my heart can't take it. I can't. I don't know. And the Seahawks game on the same day. <laughs> it's true. The Seahawks actually played the Oak Ridge football team in a scrimmage this week, and they won by less than a football. The score was less than a touchdown. Less than a football score. Less than a football score. It really is fucking him up this week. I can see it on his face. The Seahawks won 3.5 to 2.7. It wasn't even a football score. I don't even know why. I think we should end the show before he explodes. It, could we go back and end it before I said something stupid? I guess no, no. I'm keeping that recording in. today. That that has to that has to stay in the show. Okay, for and to apply to all of us, there would never be a show if we just ended things before any of us said something stupid. I mean, come on. Well, we'd have to go back several years. I think this talking about God and Joseph football score tomorrow or lose by a football score. So I'm gonna say. I think they will win by a football score also. <laughs> Good night, everybody.